Hello and uh, welcome to the Filling in the Gaps Winter Sales Pick 2019. I'm Darren, no Justin, we're both doing our own thing. I've got a list of 15 games here. Justin's going to have his own picks as well, so you can hopefully go between the two and uh, pick up some decent deals this uh, this year, at the end of the year. To be honest, 2019 kind of sucked for me. Uh, nothing really came out this year that I was like super psyched about, so this isn't going to be about expensive games that you should wait for on sale. Today's sale information for me is basically just all the kind of weird indie titles that you're kind of interested in trying, but you're not willing to pay 10 bucks for, and that you want to get in a sale, a deep sale, so that if you don't like it, you're not too out of pocket, basically. Um, so basically, this is a list of games I played in 2019. They're not in any order of greatness. Um, and to be honest, they weren't even released in 2019. They were, some of these are older, older games. All right, so first of all is Fumiko. Fumiko is a 3D platformer with some pretty twitchy controls, but it's got a really great story and a great soundtrack. You play like an AI in a pixelated Tron kind of universe, um, and it's like a 3D platformer where you're going up and down as well as forward and backwards and, and around. The gameplay isn't much really, but it's the story. The story gets weirder and gets pretty dark as you go through it. It's, it's a really interesting kind of game. The historic low for Fumiko is $1.74. Okay. This next one is going to take me a, maybe a couple of takes to say this whole title, but it's called Sometimes to deal with the possibility of being alive, I need to believe that there is a possibility that life is not real. So other than just having an amazing title, this game was a couple of hours well spent by me. Um, you play like this colorful alien, uh, you explore basically a living, breathing art installation. It's a very, very trippy game. Um, it's not the longest game. The historic low for this game is a dollar. So, and I'd say it's well worth a dollar. You get to see breakdancing as well which is cool. The same developer, he also made another game called Alien Afterlife, which I think is better than the other one, to be honest. I play, I did play this one second. Um, same developer. And if you're thinking, hey, I want to crank that weirdness up to 11 and get even more trippy, then Alien Afterlife has got you covered in that. It's absolute nonsense guaranteed. And the historic low for this game is only 89 cents. <clears throat> I really shouldn't drink cola man, when I do this. He says, taking another swig. Next up is Black Mesa. Black Mesa, Zen is so close that you can almost touch it. Um, they're really finalizing the, the final levels. I've put this on my list because this might be your time to buy the ticket back into Black Mesa right now. It's been 10 years in the making and with like Half-Life Alex coming out and the, the hinting at more Valve games coming, um, it might be in between sales. So if you want to pick this up now, the historic low has been five bucks for Black Mesa. It's almost finished. I'm hoping they get it finished um, by the end of the year or by the first quarter of next year. They're, they, but they are. They're really, really close. This is a stunning game to look at. It's worth your time, whether or not you're new to the Half-Life universe or if you're a veteran. Um, it's 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 an, it's a gorgeous take on the original Half-Life game. So this other game is... I don't know how to say this. It's either Nog or Gnog. It's G-N-O-G. It's uh, produced by Double Fine. Um, it's another kind of trippy game. Um, and it's got the Double Fine seal of approval. So that made me kind of go all in on it. Uh, it's a kind of no hand-holding series of puzzle boxes for you to open. They're, they're more like lunch boxes with lids, like the old school kind of lunch boxes. And you get to, like, you can rotate them around. You can play with buttons. and But really, you're not, you don't know what you're doing. You're just randomly bashing buttons and turning handles and cranks and 
Um, there are objectives for each box. Um, like for example, there's a candy shop one where you're kind of just trying to fill the shop with candy and get customers in. It's a weird thing. It's got that double fine cuteness factor. Um, it's, I don't know, it's, it's like a desktop stress toy in a lot of ways. It's the kind of thing you can play for 10 minutes, put down for a while. You can pick it up again. There's no story. It's just, yeah, it's just a little toy to play with. Five bucks is the historic low for this. Um, get it. In this list, I've got a couple of mist-like games. I played two really good mist clones recently, and Haven Moon is one of them. It's only a dollar as a, a on, on a historic low. Um, it's amazing that one guy made this on his own, to be honest. Um, if you want to scratch that mist itch, Haven Moon is a cheap way, and it's a, it's a cheap and short game. Uh, it's got all the kind of really mind-bending puzzles, and uh, it's it's beautiful. It's a really nice game to play. Uh, I definitely would recommend it, hence why it's here, Darren. Shut up. A game that really took me by surprise this year, I got it in Humble uh, in one of the monthlies, uh, is Planet Alpha. It's a couple of years old now, but this is a must for Limbo or Inside fans. It is gorgeous to look at. Um, it's so colourful and pretty, and it's action-packed. So much stuff going on screen at the time. I really love the richness and the style of this game. You play like this lanky kind of green alien, and you're exploring this dangerous planet that's been taken over by these like old-school 1950s-style robots with like laser beams and death rays coming out of their eyes. Um... Yeah, it was really good. I played this from start to finish. I completed it in two days, and I rarely do that anymore. 425 is a historic low for this. If you're into side-scrolling platformers, this is a must. Another game, I got this. I actually got this for free. Some generous person gifted me this game. Um, it's called The Gardens Between. They said, hey, Darren, check this out. You'll probably like this, and how right they were. Um, it's a really cool kind of puzzle game uh, with a, a heartfelt story of like two best friends having an adventure together. You don't control them. You basically just control time by using left and right, and you just have to keep the kids moving to the right to get to the exit. Um, but there's like obstacles in the way that you've got to overcome. Then there's just enough challenging obstacles to make it rewarding, but there's not too much kind of brain busting going on, which keeps it kind of casual. It's $7 as a historic low. It's a fairly newish game. It, again, it's a pretty short game. It's got, I don't know how many levels, maybe 15 levels. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really cute, sweet game. I liked it. Um, going back to inside and the kind of limbo uh, kind of games is a game called The Seventh Sector. This has some really interesting mechanics. You play basically a spark of electricity that moves through wires um, and you can jump between wires to get to your destination. Eventually, your spark then jumps into small robots or remote control cars and you can get bigger and bigger and bigger as the game advances. Puzzles in this, though, are very tough. Um, they require some serious thought. It puts a lot of people off. But if you're into puzzle games, this one is uh is 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 definitely for you then it's a futuristic kind of dystopian setting it's bleak it's dark it's depressing i love it historic low is four dollars yeah it's it's a really awesome awesome little game so back to another miss clone um quern this is more expensive than haven moon it's historic low is 750 but it's got a much higher production value the voice acting is really well done in this all of the puzzles make sense. They're all logical. There's no real leaps in logic needed in this game. It's beautiful. It's got that whole wonderful kind of loneliness that accompanies any missed game. They've nailed it. Made by four developers from Hungary, I think. But yeah, it's, it, it's, it's such a good game. Quern is, is uh, another game that I played from start to finish very quickly. 
Yeah, get it. So next is probably my personal game of the year. It's uh, Return of the Obra Dinn. This came right out at the end of 2018, but I actually didn't play it until January 2019. Um, as soon as I finished it, I knew this game was going to be hard to top, so my 2019 was pretty much ruined by the Obra Dinn. Um, the artwork, the music, the puzzles, the story, everything in this game is top-notch. It's made by uh, Lucas Pope, who did Papers, Please. If you like a really good mystery to solve, see if you can figure out what happened to every single cabin and crew member of the Obra Dinn, all 60 of them. I mean, you wouldn't think there's a lot to a game where basically you're just, you've got a photograph and you just have to say, what that, what's that person's name? How did they die? And who killed them? And you do that, repeat, rinse and repeat that 60 times. It doesn't sound interesting, but to be honest, sometimes when I was going through the story, my jaw was on the floor at some points. I really got into this game. It's, yeah, it's my game of the year, 2019. I loved it. So next is Dark, D-A-R-Q. Dark, this game got a lot of praise for slapping the Epic Store in the face and refusing their exclusivity deal, uh, which the developer quite light, rightly pointed out as unfair, seeing as other big publishers had the luxury to like release on Epic and anywhere else that they chose. Small indie web, uh, indie webs? Uh, small indie developers were just being strong-armed by, by Epic, and it seemed that Dark just chose to launch on Steam instead. Uh, you know, when Epic were throwing around all this kind of Fortnite money, that was all the rage, and exclusive deals were being snapped up faster than you could say Metro Exodus. Dark is a neat little creepy game with a kind of Tim Burton-esque feel to it. It's got a really cool central core mechanic where you can basically just walk up walls and navigate around this kind of nightmarish dreamland. Um, it's full of really weird, bizarre um, denizens. It's got... Yeah, you just have to play it. Uh, it. It's got a bunch of weird stuff. If you like little nightmares, again, inside... Uh, or Limbo, this is for you. Um, another reason it's going on this list is not just because it's awesome, but because um, there's some free DLC coming out at the end of the year that's been promised by the developer. This is a new game, so the historic low has only been $15. But yeah, support your indie devs. Pick it up. A weird game that I played this year was Path to Nemosign. Um, this, rather than being like a left-to-right scroller, this is a game that lets you run like forwards into your monitor and backwards back out of it it's like an unending road to nowhere that you just run along and solve puzzles as you go the artwork is really beautiful it's all hand drawn it's absolutely superb it's a short little game but it's got a few decent head scratching puzzles um it's such a trip to play this game i really liked it it's only 250 um it's historic low is 250 so um i got three hours out of it so it's it's definitely worth the money Okay, so this next game is 1111 Memories Retold, which is like a kind of a mature look into the Great War. Um, it's animated in this kind of impressionist style. It's not really for everyone. A lot of people kind of complain it's blurry and, oh, I need my glasses. I can't see it. It's supposed to be like that. The art is amazing. It's, it, it's beautiful. Um, uh, the, the sound design is, is incredible. The voice work is, is stellar. Um, it's one of the characters is voiced by Elijah Wood. It's just a really good take on World War One from the side of a German technician who you get to play as, who's looking for his son. You can also play as a young Canadian photographer who goes to war basically to impress a girl um, and gets in for much more than he's bargained for. Um, and you get to see both sides of the war. It's And it's not, it's not judging anyone. It's not saying anyone's the good guys or the bad guys. It's just like, here is war. This is what it does to people. Um, it was a really good kind of interactive novel, almost, I would say. The historic low for this is 660. If that interests you, pick it up. All right, so last on the list is, oh, uh, Bucket Detective. <laughs> 
Again, someone said that I would like this game, and man, they either know me really well or I'm just a really predictable person because I loved this game. It weirded me out, it grossed me out, it made me laugh, it made me furrow my eyebrows. I can't say anything else about this game other than it's really short, it's got multiple endings, and it's got a really interesting developer's commentary. If you're into, if you, if you want to listen and see how games are made, you can listen to this guy talk about all the engine stuff, the lighting, the programming side of it. Even for me as someone that is useless at that and can't even wrap their heads around it. I really enjoyed the, the commentary, but it is, it's a deeply sick and twisted game. It's dead only for adults. It's messed up. It is messed up. Um, the historic low for that is 135. So there you go. That's all of my picks for this year. Justin's picks are in the description below uh, with a link to that. Be sure to go and check out his ones. I'm sure he's got some really interesting games that you'll be uh, interested in too. See you in the new year. Happy shopping.